Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. Babe. Yes. Do you love delicious water with sparkling bubbles that tickle your tongue? Um, yes. Are you talking about LaCroix, Mr. LaCroix boy? That's me. (laughs) You are the LaCroix boy. Everyone, meet Andrew Gardner, LaCroix boy. Nice to meet you. Uh, Well, if you don't know, LaCroix sparkling water, pronounced LaCroix for anybody not pronouncing it correctly, delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. Yes, and they have 25 flavors. They're all derived from natural sources with natural fruit and essences. They've got this like cute distinctive packaging. I know you guys all know what I'm talking about because they have the cutest little cans. Oh, um, robust aroma, natural essence. They just make LaCroix the best drinks you've ever had. Let's be real. Look guys, don't be idiots, okay? Enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. Not to mention, also, I'm just going to throw this one out there. LaCroix sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, non-GMO, Whole30 approved, and environmentally friendly, which, let's be honest, we love. LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable, and they're the first on the market to be produced without BPA liner. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. That's important. I love that. Yeah. So enjoy a LaCroix sparkling water. It's a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. Literally already said that, okay? Are you joking? This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago. Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, hello. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I am Daniela Monet, the mother. And I am Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both adults. adults. (laughs) And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. All right. So happy Tuesday, y'all. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We have a great episode um, coming up for you guys. I hope your week is off to a good start. Um, It's been beautiful in LA. I feel like that's what you do to fill in the blanks. You talk about the weather. So let's scratch that I talked about the weather, but I'm literally looking out the window and thinking, gosh, it's so beautiful. What weather? 
Okay. Anyways. Um, so we have um, some fun stuff in store for you guys. I think today's episode is actually quite interesting because we're going to be talking about something I think a lot of people are curious about, and it is the entertainment industry and all things encompassing mm. of that. Um, yeah. One of my, I don't know if it's my favorite or my least favorite topics. It's both. I um, As it should be, because it's provided a really cool life for you but at the same time it's you know it is the source of almost all your stress because i'm not surely i'm not oh definitely no you (laughs) definitely are not all of it just most of it yeah um yeah it's been awesome i mean listen i started as an actor um gosh i was probably about five years old when i started acting my mom got me into the you were just doing like commercials and stuff i was doing commercials whatever Um, came your way really yeah well i did a lot of commercials at that age i don't know i i grew up in la so it was kind of like you know my friends went and did ballet or or soccer whatever and i went to auditions or you know left for a few days and shot a commercial yeah obviously i didn't grow up here but it's just different out here i think every parent also thinks that their child's a star yeah and can make it in some way don't you think like that wouldn't be how it was for me back home i don't think we're that way okay you know what i mean like i think certain people are attracted to that Maybe. And I was, you know, in my mom's defense, like, I think she just saw that I was super outgoing and people would tell her all the time that, you know, oh, your, your daughter's so outgoing. And I was the type that always wanted to like perform in front of everyone. And so it was, I guess, conducive for me, my personality. Sure. sure. Um, but it's, it's provided, um, uh, it's changed. It's changed me a lot in a lot of ways. And I, I also feel like it's I changed looked, you like, like entertainment and acting has changed you or oh, absolutely. your life has changed Both. so that that's different. No. Both. Okay. I, I do think that uh, my, uh, my experiences have helped mold me into who I am, which I'm appreciative, but I also feel like it's been a crutch as well. You know, I, I, yeah. I had a lot of jobs along the way. I think this is a cool episode because I want to, go into all of the journey because it's a, it's a journey, you know, it doesn't matter if you're on TV films, whatever you, you still have quite the journey and it's an emotional one. It's a roller coaster. It's not full of all the highs. It's, there's a lot of moments no, in there. No, I would say it's 99% low, Ugh. 1% high. Like you're so yeah. fortunate when you get locked into something that's actually going for a little while and mm-hmm. it turns into almost like a normal job in a sense. Mm-hmm. Obviously you're on TV or in a movie or whatever, but like at least it's consistent outside of that. There's zero consistency and mm-hmm. zero promise of any work tomorrow. Yeah. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. And when I hear you say that, I just think about how that makes someone who's in that business and used to that flow or lack of flow, look at other parts of their lives in a slightly distorted way okay does that make sense uh yes and no maybe you can no because if i I was just hearing you say that and and yeah you know you come from a world of much more structure much more consistency and you could depend on a per like a a paycheck and so whatever used to used to that's so true used to um and i come from a world of having to just like i guess manage the ups and downs and the the lack of income and you know, you can go from feeling so on top of the world. And I I hate to like base that on money and success, but it does help you feel confident and happy and sick and you know, yeah. I mean, look, there's a part of that. I think that everyone feels innately. It's it, it, everyone wants to be known in some sense, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like 
being an actress, being on TV, being in movies, like can give you that. Mm -hmm. And what comes along with that typically is a nice paycheck. Yeah. You know, the thing is, it's like with the guarantee, there's no guarantee that you have any work tomorrow, but when you get paid in this industry, it's usually pretty well for the work that's being done. Yeah. For the time invested for sure. And and, and like, it's not easy work, but at the same time, like you're out playing a character Mm -hmm. in most cases, you know, it's what people would dream of in terms of like what you're getting paid versus what you're putting out. Um, I, I, the, the balance is off when you compare that to like a normal job or a labor job or something that's, you know, yeah, yeah. It's different in a sense that maybe it's much more of an emotional experience because, Mm -hmm. you know, let's say you're playing roles that take sort of a toll on your mental health. That's, that is a thing, you know, unless you can really separate those ones, don't you? I'm just, I, yeah. And the reason being is because I would get a taste of what that felt like a little taste, you know, and I, I haven't done, you know, these features that required, you know, months and months of, of preparation. You're not out there auditioning for the Joker. No, that sort of thing. No, right? it's not for me. Like you don't want to go that deep into your brain. You don't want to be a method actress. No. Can I give you an example of this one time in my sure. life? Granted, it was like a pivotal age where you're trying to find yourself. I think I was like 17. I'm not. Yeah. I played um, a girl who was on uh, house arrest, like had a, an ankle bracelet on or whatever, because she was like, I don't know, got into some trouble. It was kind of like a, a troubled kid, smoke weed, cigarettes, all the things. Guess what I did during that time of my life? I'm being one hundo with you guys. I, first of all, at the time thought that I was so independent and could live on my own. So I was living on my own. So which gave me so much freedom. I went, got my belly button pierced (laughs) and bought a pack of cigarettes. Nice. Okay. Do you remember what what kind they were? It's embarrassing. It was like a pink and black box and I had no idea what I was doing and I asked for the cigarettes and I just kind of pointed to them trying to act like I knew what I was doing Uh and they were the (laughs) I took one out um it was so long it looked like a pencil (laughs) okay they were not the cigarettes you see most people smoking picture you holding a cigarette I don't know what I was doing so did you actually try to smoke it I did try um but I didn't know what I was doing I and I never smoke it backwards or something no (laughs) it was just I I didn't know what the point was of smoking a cigarette it didn't it wasn't enticing to me and i never I got addicted what the point is today yeah no i don't know the point um anyway so yeah i think i realized early on and maybe i was like 16 17 when i figured out that i just didn't want to be on on in roles or in positions that made me feel uncomfortable or mm-hmm. like skewed my my reality because it's very, very, very possible. I mean, even in roles where I've, you know, been in relationships, we've had, you know, issues in our personal life when those have come up. Yeah. So it could affect, it's hard to separate the job from your reality, from your, the rest of your life. It's hard to have perfect balance. If you're going to dive all in like an actor should. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know to answer your questions, long winded answer, but I, I do love what I do, um, and I plan to be in this industry or as an actor for as long as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just very selective because I try to protect, you know, what we have now protect the fact that I'm a mom and also, I don't know, just not overextend myself because I don't, yeah. you know, cause it's very consuming. And when you already feel consumed as a mother and as a, in a relationship, as a partner, and you know, we also have family and other things that, and my priorities with 
these businesses and the investments, it's, it seems as though acting's become less and less at the top of the food chain. Okay, but here's the tough question. Is that because of a choice that, that you've made? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. in my mind, like when you're just the talent in this industry, you don't have any control whatsoever unless you're the 1% of the 1% of the 1% where they're calling you mm-hmm. for roles or jobs or whatever. You're asking me, is that, is that my decision basically? Yeah, or was it, it sort is, of decided is, is for the me? the entertainment piece, the acting piece, like taking a back seat because that's what you want it to be mm-hmm. or because that's just kind of like where you're at right now? I think mostly it's because I'm where I'm at. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. If, if there was a, a plenty full amount of work for me right now, mm-hmm. um, I would absolutely be all about it, but it would have to, it would have to be the right work. Sure. I'm not, I'm not just saying that just because it's not there. You know, if someone were to offer me a role where it was, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess like just in my, just uncomfortable for me to play. I don't know yeah. what that really entails, but like just something uncomfortable for me to play. I, I would pass. So it's not that I don't want to be acting because I probably could be if I was a lot more open-minded and, and put in the work and time. But I do feel like I'm holding out. Um, do you, do you feel like your, your heart is just not where it once was? At least right now, temporarily. I feel like I'm a, a rag. Like, I've just okay. been, like, just wrung out and hung to dry. Okay. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm just on hold right now because it's... Uh, I, I love I, what I, I do. Because I feel like mm-hmm. the listeners, anybody who's been a parent, especially new parents, would totally support that. Like, look, life is just different right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you gotta, like... I guess not put so much pressure on yourself. Just step back a little bit and just know that like this is the time in your life where that stuff that was important isn't as important. You just brought a human into the world. Like every day requires like 24 seven attention mm-hmm. and um, you know, like that's just priority right now and that's okay. The other stuff will come back around mm-hmm. in due time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that that's definitely a huge reason for why I'm a little more detached, but prior to having Geo, I was I was feeling detached as well. So hmm. I I just think I have a sensitive disposition mm-hmm. and it wasn't feeling as purposeful. Sure. And I was striving to have more purpose and I think organically I I created more purpose in my life being yeah. invested in these in outstanding foods and sugar taco and then creating kinder beauty like that gave me purpose because ultimately I saw that I was making a difference in some way and yeah. I was having an impact in the plant-based community which trickled into so many other things where the only thing I can say for acting was yes it like it kind of fed my soul and I enjoyed it mm-hmm. um or I enjoy it I keep talking in past tense it's not like it's gone forever <laughs> but um but I also felt like the only real purpose, it like the only real wholesomeness or, or takeaway that I got from that was that I was kind of in inviting myself into people's lives and hopefully making them feel happier or making them laugh. And that made me feel good. That makes me feel good too, yeah. to this day. I know you love getting a good laugh. Shut up. I'm funny. <laughs> No, I'm but, only funny though when the pressure is on. I know. Okay, it's got to be written for you. No, that's you deliver not true. Well. You deliver well. I don't know if the content 
is going to be yours, like in the realm of, of humor, <laughs> but you deliver well. <laughs> I'm not, I listen in the right circumstances. I somehow am funny. Yeah, you are. You I are. stand by that. Yeah. I think people would agree. I'm just not funny with you. You're you don't bring the funny Trina out of Vega. me. Okay. Let's not forget. Sure enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual game anyone can play, and it's so much fun. Those bugs are the cutest things I've ever seen. Look, you can spend as much or as little time as you like in the game, which is amazing for our chaotic lifestyle. Yeah, it turns out. And the best thing about it, it's like this unique, like exciting puzzle experience, unlike any other puzzle game out there. If you find yourself playing in random weird places, you can play this anytime. It doesn't require Wi-Fi, which oh, is probably the best I part. That. I know you could play on an airplane, which is like when you're on an airplane, don't you feel like oh, I need to do something with my life right now? And then they're like, oh, by the way, you have to pay 10 dollars for wi-fi guess what you can play best fiends fiends. yeah it's really Mm -hmm. fun look so engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters trust me with over 100 million downloads 100 million downloads this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play yep download best fiends for free on the apple app store or google play that's best fiends without the r so it's b-e-s-t-f-i-e-n-d-s and now back to adulting like a mother father Oh, goodness. Okay, so it's an an interesting world, right? It sure is. I think, you know, just listening to what you were talking about there, taking a step back, you know, you you started dipping into these other buckets, which I think is the right move for somebody in a field that's like so unpredictable where you don't have much control, Mm -hmm. you know, because it does give you a sense of, of consistency and it just protects you in ways. And it feels good. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you said like, in in this industry, you can make chunks of money, but then you could have these lulls, right? Look, so, you can have a, you can you can be on a show that goes for th- three four years, mm-hmm. and then you could not get anything for three or four years. <laughs> Enter me. No, I'm kidding. I, I I manage to stay afloat. Like my my goal has never been to be famous, um, so I'm actually somewhat okay with the path that I've had, mm-hmm. um, just because. I've seen what fame does and I, and it's not something I'm interested in. Um, not that it, what it does, but just even the lack of privacy, you know, yes. that piece alone, I, I don't think I'm a very independent person, which is one of the reasons why I think we have our own struggles. Um, just because I've, yeah, I've grown up in an adult world and I, I don't know. Well, you've been looking out for you for a long time. Yeah. You know, so like being a partner and, and looking out for other people, and I, I don't want to preface this in a way that makes it sound like I'm not a good partner. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it's just a different mindset. You know? Yeah. I'm trying like to you rework are, you have, that. You have the biggest heart that, you know, I've ever come across or one of the biggest hearts I've ever come across. I know that like you love big and you love unconditionally, but I think you were programmed for a long time to take care of you, you know, and like, in small ways and we can dive into that on another episode because well i mean we have the time i i kind of do want to dive into it because i feel like i don't if i were a listener i wouldn't want to leave people i'm you know wondering what we're talking about so like lightly i think i could just touch on the fact that you know when you're a kid in this business and you're basing a lot of your happiness your success like you know all of that on being recognized or being booked on something or making feel like you're important when that goes away 
you just feel like you're like kind of scruffy, like you're just trying to like, you know, take care of yourself and like handle yourself and find different ways to make yourself feel, um, I don't, not wanted, but like important or respected, valuable. valuable. Sure. That's the right word. And then also like, you know, you throw in a little bit of instability, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in their family situation, I just felt like it was my responsibility to not only take care of myself, but do enough and make enough to take care of the people around me. I still feel that way. I still have that in me. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think that's actually one of the things I enjoy about being a provider Mm -hmm. is being able to take care of people around me. Yeah. Financially speaking, I think you do a good job of that. I know like first person that comes to mind is your brother. You know, it's like whatever decisions or choices your brother makes, Mm -hmm. you still want to be there to take care of him. Yeah. And and like, that's been tough for me, but I I respect the hell of it, hell out of it at the same time. Um, but I, I think it's not just your brother. It's, it's everyone around you. Anyone that you can touch and provide for, like you would like to do that. Yeah. And I love that. Important to me. That's why That's why I strive for success, you know, financially, not because I want to live this lavish lifestyle or I want to be famous. That's so not, that doesn't, that doesn't feel as good as it does to help people. No, you want to drive a Cybertruck queen. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. Okay. (laughs) I'm the one that was scooting around in my Prius until it got smacked before I I got to you. I had two of those before. You're right. You're right. No, I think there's just a balance. Like it's important to recognize that you're a hard worker and get the things that make you feel motivated, you know, and maybe that is, you know, a nicer car or whatever it is, live in a nicer home. But ultimately I want to find happiness in like, in less and like living a little bit lean and, and being able to make these investments that feel good or being mm-hmm. able to put this money somewhere else that feels good mm-hmm. because you know, a nice car, a nice home, that's, that's a temporary feeling. And don't get me wrong. I love real estate, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but I don't, I don't need like these, like, I don't know. Uh, it's, no, I think real estate makes more sense, but at least you're being smart with money. Right. I'm saying know? I don't, I don't need to be frivolous with my money. No, you know, I'm think, not dumping. What you're y- trying to say like things really aren't that important. Mm-hmm. They may provide like a little jolt of happiness, but that mm-hmm. goes away so quickly. I mean, think about a car, right? Like you can oh, have yeah. this dream car, you get in this dream car and in one or two months, like it's already old news, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting you're talking about this because I feel like this has been a focus for us recently is we're, we're trying to minimize, we're trying to clean up all the unwanted and unused stuff mm-hmm. that we don't touch that does nothing for us. And like, just live in a more minimal clean space mm-hmm. and give ourselves and our minds like the ability to focus on the things that are actually important. Yeah. Like yesterday when we laid out on the grass and we were just yes. looking at the sun and talking, mm-hmm. there was no phones involved. Yeah, we did a little picnic in the front yard. Yeah. Without any food, just a coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was, that was something that that was all you. And I give you mad props for that mm-hmm. because I would have done laundry. I would have cleaned up the kitchen. Yeah. I probably would have sat on my phone, you know, um, and you went out there and laid out a blanket. I just thought, what is life? Like, why am I trying? You know what I mean? Cause you said yeah. to me the laundry, you know, no one's going to look back in their life and go, Oh my gosh, the amount of laundry I did props to me or woohoo. It's those moments where you slow down and you actually like reap the benefits of your hard work. Yeah. And it's just or, like, it's just, yeah. you know, we talked about this with, with Lauren Lake. It's like taking the time to be present yeah, and to just be. 
You know what I mean? Like I need to work on that. The reality is the laundry's not going anywhere. Turns like, out there's gonna be laundry tomorrow <laughs> and the next day and the next day. All right, and the slow next down. Day. That gives me anxiety. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you got it. You got to learn to compartmentalize in your brain. Like okay, that's gonna be there mm-hmm. forever. Like I know it's just it's an annoying task, but I'll always have to do it. I'll do it like in due time. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, but the moments where you, you have a chance to take a step back and just be like, take it. Yeah. Why not? So true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how much did that do for your mind, body, and soul? More than I thought it would. I thought, I, you know, good, you know, you go go be lazy on the grass. You know, I'll be in here slaving away. And then I thought, no, like I want to do that too. And then mm-hmm. I did and realized, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that I am laying here right now. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you. Mm-hmm. I could not tell you the last time we ever did that. And it, it maybe was on a vacation, but I likely had my phone. Likely. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so we got to get rid of that piece too. Yeah. But that's all like mindfulness. You know, the fact that I recognized, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be this person in this moment and like actually enjoy it. Yeah. It was great. Good. Good. Let's get back to the acting, uh, and the auditioning process. Where are you at right now? Mm-hmm. And like, what do you want to see going forward from this point? Like as your life has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I see myself on a show at some point. I think I've always visualized myself on a show and it's happened enough that I know it's possible, you know? Um, but I'm just specific. I want it to be, you know, a half hour comedy or just something fun and family friendly and and something I enjoy to go to work doing, you know, I know I'm going to make people laugh. I know that I could bring geo. I know that, you know, it's just fun. And, and there's not going to be these hurdles of like, Oh my goodness, I don't know how to break the news to you about this like scene that I'm going to have to deal with, or I can't see, you know, my family and friends and the kids that I grew up babysitting watching this. That's a huge Mm -hmm. thing for me. You know, I like being able to create shows that just about anyone can watch and get a good like laugh or feel good moment. That's important to me. So that's what I see. Okay, cool. And I don't know when the process going forward. Uh, (laughs) I hate auditioning. (laughs) So a little bit, uh, but there's like this ramp up period that happens. I don't think I have it right now, but there's a feeling inside of me. I've felt it a number of times in the past 20 years of my career, maybe 20 plus is that you just like you take, it's like probably getting ready for like a big game or something. You just sort of like work yourself into it. You, you talk yourself into it and you get a little confidence, maybe a little cockiness just to like get you through it. And then hopefully that's enough to make you feel like you're worthy. And you know, it's such a weird process. It's nah. such a weird process. Look, I get it. Like it's not just going into like an audition or an acting role or whatever. People come across those moments all the time in their life where mm-hmm. Like they may be filled with nerves, anxiety, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just have to pick the right foot up Mm -hmm. and put in front of the left. (laughs) Do it over and over again. Be ahead of the rest. (laughs) But for real, like you just got to jump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in yours, like I can imagine where you're feeling all these things and you just go like, I'm doing it anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you could have out of body experiences and that's when you're not honed in. What I've realized is when I'm in the room and I'm able to like, take myself almost out of my head and look at like what's going on. And if I could acknowledge, Oh shoot, I'm in an audition room and there's a bunch of people staring at me waiting for me to mess up or waiting for me to do well or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. That's when I'm not in the moment when the, when the material is right, when I feel it in my body and I'm like in it so heavily in it that Mm -hmm. I'm like hitting every beat. I'm feeling the laughs. They're not like, I'm just not in my head. Mm -hmm. That feeling I would take 
every day of my mm-hmm. life. It feels good. It feels like this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah. And it comes natural. And I think that's what we're all looking for is to find something that feels natural and makes us feel like we're doing it. Like we're mm-hmm. actually good at something. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Now, do you, f- do you get that feeling of like you're at ease and you're just in it to win it more often than you feel anxious or is it the other way around? I think, uh, yeah, I think probably 50, 50, okay. you know, sometimes I feel more anxious than I do actually mm-hmm. in it, enjoying it. it. It would be interesting to get somebody on who can talk about like the, the mental piece of that and like little tips and tricks that you can do sure. or use to like get yourself in that mindset where you're oh, at ease it's... and like you can actually be there in the moment. <sighs> yeah. Because I have ruined so many opportunities and gotten in my own way, mm-hmm. you know, where there's been a number of times in the last handful of years where I've gotten so down to the wire, so close to like a really big, huge opportunity and my nerves get in the way I get in my head. And even though it could be, you know, like the back of my hand five minutes prior to the audition, the second I step foot into that room, my whole perspective changes. And I'm, it's so weird. You would think that I have lost the nerves at this point, but it takes me being in a role of things where it's like constant, constant, constant work for me to not feel nervous. And then when I don't have that same flow and I'm not coming off of a job or coming out of offset to go to an audition or whatever it may be, like I get in my head and I put more pressure on myself. And so I would love to talk to someone or maybe work on that piece when I'm ready to like really jump back in. Because if I were to get rid of that piece that happens, I think I could, I could have such an easier time with everything. Yeah, dude, I I, I think we all feel the same way. I feel like that in my own life. Yeah. You know, Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we, we, almost all of us are our own worst enemies. Yeah. I know that that's the case for myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've blown plenty of things. So I totally get that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to take a break, mm-hmm. but when we come back, we have, uh, Jenna Ushkowitz and Kevin McHale from Glee. Oh, this is going to be good. And we have a super interesting conversation with these guys about their auditioning process for Glee, like how it became what it became mm-hmm. and then what's going on in their lives now. I'm excited. All right. We'll be right back. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right. Do you guys own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, it's easy. Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your house. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Just go to Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Oh, well, How welcome old is this to our guy? show. Let's jump this in. I want to jump in because we're Bear Six. six. We've got Bear, who's a beautiful Frenchie. And um, how, oh, he's six years he old. Is. And we've got Gio also, who's Yay. going on four months here. <laughs> he's a big blub. Yeah, a big blub. So we've, got, we've got some good energy at the table. Oh, Jen and I are going to steal I him. I love you. I think oh. I'm going to take you away. Oh, please. You can take them any night. <laughs> They've already tried to give him away. She's like, sure. <laughs> Just so seven cute. to seven. That's all. Seven p.m. to seven a.m. Yeah, it's all that. yours. Twelve-hour shift. That's it. Um, so, welcome to our show. You guys were thank so excited you. about your new show, oh, Show Dance. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, so exciting. So, yes. you guys are triple threats, I'd imagine, right? 
And you're well, doing I don't know. Now we're adding podcasts well, to the agenda. We right, never said exactly. we're good at it. We're just doing it. That's how, that's how it starts, right? It's right. better to just do it. I guess Jump so. in. Um, we're like big fans of you guys. I mean, oh, seriously, thanks. we're reading a bunch on you and realizing like, wow, we're not yeah, we've done nearly nothing. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so to walk us through a little bit. I think what I thought our listeners would be really curious about is the audition process leading up to Glee. Oh. Yeah. I find that interesting. I know. How was it? Well. I think in a weird way, it was sort of your standard audition it felt like your standard audition. For sure. Well, for first. everybody, it was pretty. Yeah. Um, and then it turned into this weird, crazy show. Yeah. It was like, how do you audition for that? Yeah. But yeah. like to me, it was like, for me, it was, you got sent the script. I read it. I thought it was hilarious. Learn a song. And I'll go in and do this. I hated singing. Like, Jenna comes from theater and musicals. I hated singing auditions. That made me extra nervous. And I have terrible nerves. <laughs> I'm like, great. This is going to be wonderful for me. I'm going to totally botch it, which I did. Uh-huh. I totally, like, messed up the song. But luckily, the casting director saw something. He's like, great, you'll come back tomorrow and prepare a different song. I'm like, okay. For real? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. What was your first song? Let It Be. And then what was your second song? Well, my backup was Apologize, but I ended up doing Let It Be again. Oh. Apologize like One Republic? By One Republic, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And so then I had to go in the next day, which is, uh, this was weird, because normally it's like, if you go in for an audition, you have a callback, there's yeah. some time in between. Sure. This was the next day, and he told me in the room that I, oh, but yeah. We got a big baby in the room. <laughs> With this cute tie-dyed outfit. <laughs> I want, I, I want that outfit. I would like actually. that outfit, too. Okay. <laughs> the amount of time I see babies, I'm like, I want I need those that clothes. outfit, yeah. <laughs> They're so well-dressed, but for like five minutes, and then what do yeah, you yeah. do with it? Literally. Yeah, that's true. Hand me grow down. out of it. We grow out of it tomorrow. Hand yeah. me down. Okay, so <clears> wait, <throat> so go back. Yeah, I'm so, so curious about this. Did the first audition. Yeah. He's like, you're coming back tomorrow for a callback. Prepare a different song just in case. I go back the next day, and then it was just... I went from a room of one, which mm-hmm. is me and the cast director, to a room of 15 oh, people. Oh, snap. Yeah, I was like, okay, well... Wait, was, your stu- was that studio for no. you? So uh, they didn't tell you anything? It was just like an, a, another audition? Or sometimes yeah. there's like a pre-tape... Right. A pre, right? no, it was so. I think it was like a. This pre- was peculiar. It was, it, it, it was, was sort yeah. of like a pre. It was just me and the casting director, sure. which I think that's sort of the pre-audition. Yeah, the they screen yes, everybody, yes. and then the next day was for everybody. It was Whoa. Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk, Ian Brennan, the executive producers. I don't know who. <clears throat> sorry. No. I don't know where they got 15 people from. Wow. But there was a full long tape. I also could have imagined this. No, it's In my it, head, I it understand. felt like 15. Yeah. Maybe it was it, five. Yeah, no. It was it, one of those things. Overwhelming. <laughs> and then everybody's in the waiting room. Like, some people had guitars and were singing. It's like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, wow. I hate this. Like, get me out of here. I also can't play an instrument. Like, right. what am I doing here? And then. They called the next day and like they want you to test, but you're gonna have to wait for them to find everybody else. And I had never tested for any, well, anything. Explain what testing oh. is. And, and testing is yeah, when yeah. you have to go in for the network and or studio, mm-hmm. which is producing the show, and you go in front of all the suits, the executives, the people mm-hmm. who like don't look like they're enjoying what you're doing. Right. It's yes. very intimidating. Yes. So I had to wait for seven weeks, actually, for them to find everyone else. I'm like, cool, I'm going to forget what I did in these auditions, oh, but I'll do it. So it's and pretty crazy that you knew seven weeks before. Yeah. You know? So I just had to wait. And then in the meantime, they found wonderful Jenna. Oh. Well, so mine, simultaneously, they were casting yes, for the entire cast. Yes. Okay. So mine was a bit uh, different because I was living in New York at the time. Okay. And so um, I went in for a 
pre-tape, like, because they were sending the tapes to L.A. Right. And I was in Spring Awakening on Broadway at the time, and that was the same casting director. So he basically brought the whole uh, ah, cast in. Interesting. So when I went in for the the show, um, I put on I was put on tape, and we didn't have to sing at all because they were like, well, they're singing on Broadway right, right. now, so, like, oh, that's don't worry about nice. it. Nice. Yeah. It must be Which nice. was great. Seriously? And I had actually not been on many auditions where I didn't have to sing mm-hmm. because I was doing musical theater. So then um, I forgot about it. It went away. And then probably a month later, they called and they said, Ryan Murphy um, and the producers are coming out to New York and they'd like to meet you. So I went in with maybe a handful of girls um, back in New York as as well. And that one I did have to sing. And I did mess up. And the pianist actually kind of messed up. But I, w- I looked at him like it was his fault. Oh. <laughs> it was great. Sold it. Um, and then about an- another month went by. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I guess I didn't get that. And then they called again and said, we'd like to fly you to L.A. tomorrow if your tape passes studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just kind of waiting. They're like, you'd have to get on a red eye after your show. Um, You know, so I I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do that. Um, So I guess when I prefaced this saying it was standard audition, maybe it wasn't. (laughs) Well, mine was, it was like a standard audition, but like, I kind of forgot about it, whereas yours was pretty... Um, progressive, like pretty quickly. Like mine were just like you had the time. Long yeah, the fact that you went for a callback yeah. like the next day yeah. is pretty yeah. unusual. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was strange. Well, that's so I was at the studio test, and then within the studio test, they had to play all of these guys' tapes. Oh, in the room. So, oh, yeah. So we whoa. had to wait. So when you go in for like this, these what? tests, you can't leave until everybody's yes. auditioned. So you can hear everybody doing everything. Oh gosh, I <laughs> so it's a really great feeling. So you heard my tape. You definitely aren't oh. like second guessing everything you just did. Oh my god. I have to close my ears all like oh, I literally have to leave I because then I it gets know. in my head and mm-hmm. I'm like oh that well, inflection's a little different and, I really right. like that why yes. did I think of that myself and exactly. then I'm like the worst they're like oh that's how you're supposed to interpret this scene I oh. definitely didn't do that <laughs> so we had to I knew there was somebody from New York who was like auditioning for my part and they played his tape oh my god I knew they were playing some other tapes we didn't know which characters they were like you know whatever and then two days later. We all come together. We, we all came together. So oh. she had to fly in from New York. I drove back yeah. <laughs> in from somewhere else in LA. And yeah, yeah, was, we were in the same room, mm-hmm. and that's when we first. That was our first meeting, September 11th, 2008. Yeah. And was wow. it like a best friend thing, like right from the beginning? I mean, not from that moment, just because we were the just stakes are high. Yeah, we, and nobody, everyone's like nobody talking from like just out of cur- courtesy because yeah. yeah. everyone's terrified. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, oh, hi, how you doing? Yeah, okay, good luck. Yep. Yeah. It's also like nice, like I can talk to Jenna because she's not auditioning for the same oh, part. Right, so. right. Yeah, and we just kind of like we all like looked at each other knowingly, like we're all here for the same reason, and yep. everybody wants to get it. And um, it wasn't until also in in retrospect, knowing. Like, the guy I was testing against, I now know him mm-hmm. personally, and, like, he's the nicest person in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And he was in my show on Broadway, yes. so we oh. all kind of flew out at the same time. And so time. knowing yeah. that everyone actually in that room was very nice yeah. and actually supportive because we knew, like, oh, this is a really sort of insane, awful experience. Yeah. <laughs> it could right. be great for yeah. one of us. It could be terrible for somebody else. It's nice that everyone I mean, was... I'm glad that it, we went in earlier before the show had become anything because going in for the show then, you it adds so much pressure. Like, for us, it was like, cool, a TV show that you get to sing on and who knows if it's going to be successful at all. Or picked up. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Believe it or not, a lot of people end up more dehydrated in these cold winter months. Yes, and also you could try breastfeeding. That will dehydrate the heck of you 24-7. here's the thing, I can't. 
Oh, sure you can't. That's so true. But you know what does dehydrate you? Your workouts. It does. Um, we're big fans of Liquid IV over at our house. We really do live on it. Um, been really helpful. It has vitamins in it. It's got vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, B12. Ah, oh, the best. It's so easy. Just one stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Mm-hmm. So if you're dehydrated, try Liquid IV. It's the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. And you know what the best thing is about Liquid IV? What? They're on a mission to change the world. We love that. Look, they've already donated 2 million servings to date to places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico, and Nepal. With each purchase you make, Liquid IV donates a serving to someone in need around the world. So do good, feel good. And what's not to love? Really, pretty much nothing. So you can find Liquid IV's hydration multiplier at your local Costco and at Whole Foods. It's non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy, and all the ingredients are super clean. So it's convenient. It comes in a TSA-friendly That's powder That's the biggest packet. thing is you can travel with it. Yeah, okay? that You're is true. You're not going to get hung up at security. And what's nice about that is that no one wants to bring, well, no one can bring their own liquid to the airports. So you just literally fill up a bottle with water at the airport and you got a beautiful hydration packed drink. Boom. Love it. Um, okay, so get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ADULTING at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order at Liquid IV's website. Just go to liquidiv.com and enter promo code ADULTING to save 25% off and get better hydration. Am I right? Yes. Once again, that's liquidiv.com, promo code ADULTING. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Yeah, I want to yeah. ask you about that part because you said you read the script and you really liked the script. Which yeah. You went in for it. Um, did you guys have any idea at that point that it was going to be what it became? No. 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 I mean, I had been on a billion auditions. Yeah. I was happy this was something that I felt like I would watch. And mm-hmm. that was sort of it. I was like, oh, these jokes are like super insensitive and politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. I like the show. <laughs> like, how is this going to be on network television? Whatever. Yeah. Not my They'll decision. <laughs> yeah. I'm I remember like, sure. like uh, reading the end when it said, don't stop believing. Um, and I was like, ooh, and I got chills. Aww. And that was like telling. But, you know, and then when we were shooting the pilot, all the executives from Fox would pop in and say hi mm. and watch us perform. And people were like, this doesn't happen on pilots. Like executives don't come in and out like a revolving door all, the, all day long. They're so, invested. But still, yeah. We were like, putting on a show. No, it was different yeah. than a normal pilot. <laughs> oh, <absolutely. laughs> we're doing little exactly. music videos. Just like dancing. That's why I was dancing. so interested <laughs> to hear about the audition process because I think like, you know, for people out there listening who have no idea what an audition is like typically Mm -hmm. the music element really throws you for a loop Mm -hmm. because you not only have to be talented and know how to act and that sort of thing but you also have to be a well-rounded singer and i'm sure they asked you at some point to dance no No. not for the audition so here's the thing that's the mistake they made (laughs) okay fair enough well i mean it's it's not the mistake oh actually because we we got through right (laughs) (laughs) that might not have been the case yeah like some people were super experienced singers some people had never sung in front of anybody before before. Yeah. And I think it was more about finding the character, mm-hmm. finding the yeah. charisma. And, like, I mean, Ryan Murphy built a character around Chris Colfer, who he invented the role of Kurt for him once yeah. he came into the audition room. So yeah. it didn't matter if you were technically super good. Obviously, like, you have people like Jenna and Amber and Leah who were like, 
the best singers ever. Mm-hmm. And then you have like, God, no, Kevin. <laughs> just take it. Very take it, it. I will not take that yes. from you. Are you kidding me? You you're do Broadway in your sleep. Singer. I'd be terrified. Anyway. But so it was sort of more organic. Sure. I think as it went on, they sort of knew what to look for. And then it, yes. it was probably harder for other like guest stars and newer people coming on. <laughs> oh <my laughs> for goodness. us, they were like, yeah. we didn't sure. know what we were doing. They didn't know what they were doing. Everyone's figuring it out together. Because initially, like, all the characters were very vague and very broad. Mm-hmm. And any, you know, uh, race, gender, accessibility, it was just like, whatever, you know, a hodgepodge. And everybody was going in for the same roles. Yeah, and, we all um, read, like... All yeah. the man, all the guys basically read the same dialogue. Oh my gosh, audition. this is so yeah. funny. Yeah. That's the same for Victor. I was on a show on Nickelodeon called mm-hmm. Victorious. Yes, there was a musical element there too. Obviously, not a singer. Hashtag <laughs> never been and never will be. Um, so I had an ex- interesting experience with my audition, but um, but the material was the same. Right. Yeah. So everyone, if I remember correctly, I think the character's name was Alex or something. Like everyone, wow. boy, girl. Weird All for Alex, yeah. So yeah, it's it's so it's so strange, but it's also really fun then because you kind of get to mold it together, yeah. you know, when you're creating something like that. And Tina originally was like super nerdy, like arty, and in the fittings, like Ryan was like, it's not working. Like you look too similar. You guys are too similar. Mm. So that's when Tina went goth. It was like. Um, like a couple of weeks into to rehearsing for the pilot, so like we didn't really yeah. form who we were. And Artie, like, my character wasn't even really nerdy. I just decided to play him that yeah. way because mm-hmm. I'm a right. sure. <laughs> right. I was like, I were glad. I also and it worked to your advantage. We, I had been on an audition and gotten really close to this like big part. And I didn't get it. And the other guy who got it was wearing glasses. And so in my head, I was like, next audition, I'm wearing glasses. And then I just. <laughs> For real? Yeah. And I just, it was, yeah, it was, I didn't wow. get what part super was bad. I want to know. Oh, super bad. Yeah. Oh, Chris, Miss Watts. Yes. That's yeah. Right. And like, so I was like, okay. Also, he was, I heard him go in. Uh-huh. I was waiting. Oh, with, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he should get this. Because <laughs> oh, like, I knew what I was going to do. And I was like, no, 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 this is actually yeah. good. And he's That's like, this funny. is my first audition. I'm like, I think you're oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, he is. So we grew up together, oddly enough. No like, way. literally oh, um, went to school together. And he was wow. never like, I mean, I don't know what Amazing. you would make a professional. Like, yeah. I guess he was never a professional paid actor but right. he was an incredible actor and that was his big break man I'm, we were sitting wow. next to each other and he yeah. went in there and I was like oh, oh damn yeah, what a trip. yeah I was like good and I'm someone I'm not competitive at sure. all and I was just like yes yeah. please like <laughs> hire him I have a question for you guys so yes. um when you think of an audition or when you get an audition in your inbox what's your initial emotion <laughs> Oh my god! Because <laughs> I know mine. <laughs> the initial—I'll give you my initial sound. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was gonna be mine as well. Ugh. Oh, friendship! I feel. And then yeah. like panic. Yes. Yes. And then like acceptance. And then, and then like. Okay. You get to acceptance a lot oh, quicker than great. I do. That's great. Well, I check the date. I'm like, for when? Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. the first thing I yep. look at. Like, for when? I don't care what it is yet. Yep. I need to know when is this? How has that been since you've had? The, Geo? L- the little oh, one. Oh man, it's been rough. I, I just had a meeting with my manager the other day, and he's like, "So," and, and he said it so slowly. He was like, "So, are you? When are you ready to?" So it's pilot season, and oh like couldn't God. even get the words out. Right. I don't think I'm there yet. Yeah. yeah. It, to be completely, I don't even yeah, like it, leaving for very long. Right. Without, like I got a speeding ticket trying to get home to feed him the other day. Aww. Like it's nuts. Did you get out of it because you told him you're yeah. breastfeeding? I wish, I wish uh, and I cannot wait to nightmare. fight it. Yes. I cannot wait because he had no. He gave no. F's. And I was just like, that's not cool. There's not yeah. a car in sight. There was no one. In- and I get right. it. Like, I shouldn't have been speeding perfectly. Like, I won't yeah. do it again. Yeah. But, 
like still. Yeah, I get it. I, anyway, so I don't think I'm ready a hundred percent. Unless pilot like, season's not solid. going anywhere. Yeah. Right? There's always oh next gosh. year. And it turns hey. out the last that's what I've been telling myself the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's always next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only ten this more year. Months. I was like, I'm not gonna treat it like this is gonna be the year. I'm just gonna go into it. Yeah. Oh because my gosh. That's what it is. I actually I have I've right? done that subconsciously. I'm just like whatever. <laughs> whatever. There's auditions all year. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like whatever. Oh. But Who you cares? know, he's only gonna be three months once, four months sure. once. And totally, so, like, totally. Give yourself that time. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, we're owning it for sure. Good. Yeah. You also like just grew a baby. Like, yeah. yeah. You can, you know, yeah. take, take time. some time for yourself. But what's funny is like initially you think, oh, okay, so he's born in September. Like I'm already doing the math. I'm like January, February, March. I'll, I'll be, be ready to go. Like hit the gas. Uh-uh. Count me in. Uh-uh. And uh, uh-uh, it's just so different. The reality well, of it's so different. Well, it'd yeah. be different if you're like. <laughs> like okay, in January, February, I'm going on vacation to Hawaii. I right. can be ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. like, you're pilot not looking season? forward to pilot. Yeah. Like, let me subject myself to criticism yeah. and rejection oh, repeatedly. Have, it's Seven p.m. You have an audition tomorrow at eleven a.m. and you're up breastfeeding how sure. many times a night? And 100%. you're like, no, no, my yeah. brain is not. And it's no. in the, the kicker is always like it's at Sony in Culver City, yeah. right. I live in the Valley, and I'm like, oh, but that's going to take an hour and a half, yep. and I just don't no. have it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I wish I just had a baby and. I I can get out of pilot season oh. for that excuse. Next year, Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm wearing the cutest gym clothes outfit. And then I was like, but I wear this every single day. I need to just wear real clothes for a second. Anyways, you guys, I'm so obsessed with Viore. I almost didn't take my whole workout clothes outfit off and it smelled <laughs> to come to the studio today. Viore is my new obsession. Their stuff is so soft and it is so cute and it fits me so well, even though my body is a little different after the baby i feel like a million bucks and you even said this to me the other day you said these are the kind of outfits that i like mm-hmm. it's partner approved for sure yeah what the heck what is it about it i was just wearing black sweats and a, and a tank top just hugged your body nicely i like that you guys you got to check out viore okay most comfortable clothes super soft it's like wearing your pajamas but like it's also really cute um and it's an investment in your happiness for real for our listeners viore is offering 20 percent off your purchase get some of the most comfortable and most versatile clothing on the planet at vioreclothing.com slash adulting. That's V-U-O-R-I clothing.com slash adulting. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. order over $75 and free returns. Go to vioreclothing.com slash adulting and discover the versatility of their Viore clothing. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. By the way, congrats on your recently engaged, yes? No, 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 I lied. That was a misconception. That's okay. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. That's so funny. He always asks. How long have you guys been together? A year and seven months tomorrow. Stop. It it only took me six, so he's got some time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. If you want to go there, it's six years. We had to be really sure. It took six years to get to the first level. I'm like, my clock is ticking. Hurry up. <laughs> so you guys are, yeah. are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we're planning, and you know, yeah. realistically, are you, are you like the type of like very adult pictures. Yeah, of the adults, that big adults. Oh yeah, okay. we're gonna go shopping before. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm wow. Gonna, I was like, I you like better that. let my, you know, make sure my nails are done. Like, I know. Oh my know. gosh, because mine were apt. Like when I say not done, they weren't just like grown out gels. They were nail polish that had been on for like four weeks and chipped to the little minuscule left. Yeah. I was like, you better make sure my nails are done. So then that 
that way, I know it's coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sneaky. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're not you're not looking for the surprise factor. I mean, I'm a sure he will. I'm sure there's something. You want it all. He's a little surprise, and you want to know. Yeah, yeah. I have to know, but I want a surprise. So figure Good it luck. out. Good sure. luck, David. <laughs> sure. Okay, um, no, but I, I mean, like, we know it's coming, and we know we have, you know, the next two years, in, our, in theory, mm-hmm. what we want. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work out the way we want it to like it's all good but you, you have um, i will tell you right now it's it doesn't yeah. kill you to wait longer it didn't kill us yet okay. <laughs> yeah there's no rush no no i'm not you in have a forever. massive rush i also yeah. but i'm also like annoyed not by you kevin but everybody who's like when are you getting engaged when oh. are you oh, getting sorry for even saying not anything. you not you either it's like it's like the friends that you know you know it's like Me. no we it's coming it. and yep. you're like Shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Like, mm-hmm. I know no, thing. no, I like it when you say it. I always try to do it as a joke. No, exactly. Because That's I why. know, like, He's like I are would you know. engaged already? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so you'll be the, the first hell? one to know. So, oh, uh, I'll be there. Gosh, I feel you, man. We <laughs> no, had but Gio, it's crazy, right? It's like, when are you having like, a baby? When, when are you having your next baby? Yeah, exactly. That was my favorite. I said, excuse me, I don't know that there will be a next baby. So, let's wipe that one off the board for now. Like, I'm sorry, one wasn't good enough. Yeah, why about looking at By the way, look at this thing. It needs us all. It takes a village, remember? This thing. This matching tie dyed sweatpants outfit. It's so cute. Oh, now, is, now is your guy an actor yeah. as well? No, he's no. in education and politics. Okay. It's very exciting. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, it's nice. His parents work in um uh, in the industry. They're producers and and they work in distribution. So he understands it. He gets it. His dad told him he's like, if there's one thing I can maybe, um, you know, advise is like maybe don't date an actress. <laughs> but you're not. But listen, Nobody no, no, no. But you're there, also there is an actress, and then there's I'm actresses producer, that are like, yeah. a, like grounded and yeah. like get yeah. it that it's a job and there, it's not your whole there, life. You know, so. there's a, it's a small pool, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, we're. It's kind of funny. You're now, an exception. Like, it works yes. no matter what. It works. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about your podcast a little bit because there's a lot of Glee fans out there, and oh, I yeah. imagine that showmance relates to the showmances on the show. Is that correct? <laughs> well, yeah, it's a little of everything. Thing. I okay. mean, showmance originally started because, I mean, showmance, the term, yes. means a relationship formed doing a show. Yep. And Jen and I became best friends during Glee. Oh, it made a lot of... showmance. Yeah. It's, exactly. But it's, we had other... The first season of the show, we had a lot of people we didn't know and friends that we did know come on and talk about sort of their showmances, whether it was romantic yeah. or not. Right. And for the second season, we're doing a whole Glee recap, rewatch Thing. Yeah, I saw yes. that. So yeah, everything will be oh, because the cool. first season we had a lot of people asking for like more Glee, more Glee. And we're like, well, we want to like know about other people. Yeah. And we're like, okay, let's let's we're give like, in. Fine, we'll just let's give do in. it. So now we're give doing the people what they want. Each yeah. week is a different episode, and um, we're we're going through season one right now. Cool. How's that feel? It's cool. It's weird. It's cool. Weird, right? I had I wanted like to it. do a rewatch anyway and so now like this is a great excuse yeah. to be able to do it and then talk about ourselves some more yeah. yeah right it's been 10 years since it first aired yeah so it felt like appropriate and there's a new generation watching now yes um on like netflix which is when they were too young to watch before and it's so it's strange because there's like a new set of fans that you're yep. like yeah it is why do you strange. still know who i am um it's like you are too young yeah <laughs> but it's been really uh, illuminating, illuminating, and therapeutic and fun because now we're watching it, and I feel like we're watching it from a fan and a viewer point of view, rather mm-hmm. than being so enveloped in it. Mm-hmm. And so we can see like 
I'm like, oh, I'm in it. Like, I, I can see why people were so pulled into the show yeah. and so attached to it for or so like, long. And like, I get why people would run up to Chris Colfer and be like, ah, yeah. and scream. I'm like, oh, yeah, because yeah. I see him and I just want to hug him. Yeah. And I, I get the storylines now. As opposed to, like, you know, when you're in it, all I'm thinking about is, like, oh, this scene sucked, like, doing that yeah. that day because right. this person was doing that. And I was so tired from this. And, like, you're not thinking right. clearly. And so it is nice to be able to watch it sort of objectively now. Interesting. I'm just thinking, like, I wonder because we're in the same boat kind of like Victorious mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. came out on Netflix right. so I'm seeing a lot of that like yep. influx mm-hmm. of people that are like oh my god I'm such a big fan and I'm like you're, you're 12 this is yeah. like a right. like I feel like I'm doing it all, <laughs> all over again it's so like, exactly. I don't know how people find it like I'm like right. why did you choose this show right 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 <laughs> like, but how this? cool it's so yeah. special to be a part of something like that and I feel like I don't know if you can attest to this but like when I was in it I had no idea like the orbit around us right. you know what I mean like I was just going to work mm-hmm. tired mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hungry ready to do my other life too and now it's like I can't believe it's lived on and it's got like this like it's got a legacy and I it's gotta be that like musical element that like when you see just talent and so much of it I mean I wasn't a part of that per per se but the the rest of my cast really held it down in in terms of like singing and all the all the things but it's impressive it's just something different to watch and it makes you feel something that you know it's escapism I was just saying this in the car like we need more escapism I know when things get really rough it's like what we cling to right well and I feel like a similarity in both of our shows is that it speaks to different types of people and Mm -hmm. I think that's what people cling to it because uh, the characters of both the shows like represent a wide swath of people who aren't necessarily mm-hmm. always Represent- covered yeah. or represented mm-hmm. yeah. in TV shows. And I think that's why the show has lived on and hopefully that's why it's gotten sort of a new generation of people watching it and why yours is going to now that it's on Netflix as well. Right, right. Because I think people find that. And like I watch all kinds of things on Netflix because you're looking for like what can I relate to? How can mm-hmm. I see myself yeah. in something yeah. subconsciously or not? And yeah. the music element is sort of that universal language that gets people in, and then you sort of stay for the, the stories story. and the, yeah, right. and the people, and then mm-hmm. they're invested in your life, and then they're following yep. your podcast, and <laughs> all the journey. So what's that? What's next? What's next? Ooh, I, well, I feel like this. This we're, I'm interested to see how the this podcast, podcast does. I mean, we're well, having well, our listeners are going to listen, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I. I mean, if this does, if people respond to this, like we're responding to yeah, it, we're yeah. having a great we'll time. <laughs> hopefully, continue to do some more, more recaps. Cool. You know, cool. uh, with the show, and if not, you know, we'll we'll see, go another way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll also, see. Also, like and Jenna's so running an empire. Always next year. There's pilot season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten uh, more months. Always pilot season. And congrats on all the producing that you're doing. <laughs> Thank by the you. way, I know Thank that you. that is like a totally different hat to wear, and so I respect people. Like, I feel like all of us have this, and rare. You just just feel like you have to always have different buckets yeah you know right. and and that's sort of what takes right. the pressure off like your main passion right yes. you still want it to be a passion so right. exactly that's keep the, the buckets and like keep it as a hobby know? as a passion and not you know i mean put you everything guys into too what yeah. like you guys too like oh, just killing you. it doing so many things trying, and i yeah. i love it doing I mean, anything in addition to having a newborn seems yeah. mind-boggling I mean, it feels that way wait until you're there and then you'll realize like it's the sanity that keeps you going because like right now this moment what we're having 
having right now, yeah. the conversation other oh, adults yeah. across the table, yeah. like, this is what right. we need. And right. we There's need not so spit much up on you. Yeah. You're not changing a For diaper. now, give me five minutes. You're usually getting yelled at by like a little tiny human. He yells at us all day. So it's really nice to just speak words. Stop yelling at me. Being verbally abused by a little human. I love it. Thank you for coming on the show and being for having us. We're so excited for your new show. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, I mean, just everywhere, Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And we are on um, uh, Instagram and Twitter. My name's Jenna Ashkowitz. I'm Kevin McHale. Just search us. You'll find us. Yeah, you'll find us. If you want. You don't have to. show me the podcast. Yeah. Great. Thanks for coming. Thank Thank you, guys. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Rothy's are stylish, sustainable shoes made for life on the go. They're carefully crafted from repurposed plastic water bottles, and Rothy's are chic, stylish, and fully machine washable. Best of all, they're incredibly comfortable and have zero break-in period thanks to their seamlessly knit design. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping, free returns, and free exchanges. You'll quickly discover why BuzzFeed called them. They're the forever shoes that's i get it i totally get it because i'm a rothy's fan rothy's available in a wide array of colors and patterns so find your perfect pair of rothy's at rothy's.com slash adulting that's r-o-t-h-y-s dot com slash adulting and now back to adulting like a mother father and we're back such a fun conversation it's so nice to yeah it's so nice to relate to people um on just a level that like you know most people don't probably fully understand maybe they do in relation to like another job i mean everyone can understand certain things but you guys were having like water cooler talk (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i'm sure some of it made no sense (laughs) to a lot of people listening but um but it felt cathartic for us i'm sure especially with pilot season sort of right here with us right now it was cool to just be a fly in the room and listen to you guys chat yeah because that world is so interesting and when you're not in it like it seems like the coolest thing ever and it is cool in many Mm -hmm. many ways but it's also extremely difficult Mm -hmm. um so it was it was nice because obviously i've experienced what i've experienced with you for the last eight years and your journey but it was nice to hear like very similar things from them and these are two people that were on a massive show and have seen massive success and like are still doing like really cool things but also like real people (laughs) and finding their way every day Sure. I know. I, I can't believe I asked Jenna if she was engaged. I should have just looked at the darn hand. I don't know why I said that and thought <laughs> no, that. No, actually, you said you just recently I can't hear it again, okay? Oh, but what was funny is that she said she, they are very close to it, so I was onto something, but she said she wants to know, and she doesn't really... She wants to be surprised, but she also like wants to sort she of was like, have no, an idea. No, 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 no. I need to be prepared. Yeah, I need to be I prepared. I need to know, Yeah, but also... I need to be surprised. So figure that out. <laughs> I kind of, I feel her on I that one. I feel like one. guys have impossible tasks when well, it comes to this. figure it out. Okay. Figure it out. You want to know why? Because that's pretty much all you have to do. I disagree. I mean, are you carrying a child for nine months and then figuring out how it's going to no, exit that's a, your that's body? That's a totally different process. Okay. But there's a lot of things that we do that I just, do you bleed out of your vagina on the monthly basis? Also... Do your boobs start just falling to the ground after you you literally grow a human from them? 
No, I haven't experienced So let's yet. just figure out how to propose in the best way possible. Uh, okay. Let's just okay. do that part together. I, I know we uh, we have a lot of females <laughs> that listen. I, I want to know if, if most of them feel the same way in terms of this engagement thing. Oh, like, I'm do, sure. Do most girls like want to have control but not oh, have oh, control? Oh. I guess. I mean, I'm trying to think of me back then, even though it was only like two years ago. But yeah, I, I think I wanted to know that it was in the future, but I definitely wanted it to be a surprise. Like, did you want to be prepared? Did you want to know like right when it was coming so that you could have your nails? No, no, you didn't. No, that was not something I wanted. Um, that's what Jenna wanted with (laughs) a lot of people. A lot of girls are like, make sure my nails are done. Mm -hmm. Um, my nails couldn't have been further from done. They were the most hideous, horrendous, like not just like old grown out. They were chipped. There was barely, there was more skin nail showing to nail polish ratio it was awful. Um, but I didn't care. I thought that was so cool. Like I literally was so dumbstruck by it all. And that piece, even though I just think like it doesn't need to always be so elaborate and I'm not trying to downplay yours because in my mind it was so special and elaborate in its own uh-huh. way. Okay. I'm not trying to downplay it. Um, but yeah, I can see, I can see people's perspective when they're like, I want to be prepared. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you're obviously going to have, Likely going to have photos and video of the moment. Oh right, and all that. well that like, was girls important to look me. Tip top. That know? was important to me. Yeah, we know. Oh yeah, we've already talked about this. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but honestly, the friggin' gods were shining down on me that day because. I guess so. But you also had our back because you had a nest cam. Yeah, I knew what I was doing. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that. I know that now. But yeah. like, how cool that you even thought about that. Yeah. I figured it. most guys think about that. Remember when our friend Chad was like, Hey, can I borrow your, um, what's it called? The GoPro. little, the GoPro, because yeah. I'm going to propose to Kylie. Mm-hmm. See, most, most people do think Is about that. What that. it was for? Was it like a trip to Hawaii? Or no, something? it was for Lake Talk, uh, not Lake Tahoe. Lake Taco. Shut up. It was Big Bear or something. And they went there. Oh, remember? Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, set yeah, up yeah, the whole yeah. thing and the yeah. room and the, so, Oh yeah. gosh, so magical. Chad. I freaking, I love proposals more than I think I love almost What's anything the best about a relationship. Proposal story that comes to mind. The best? Besides yours. Oh my gosh. I, I mean mine, cause it's so personal to us and I'm just, yeah, uh, gosh, the best. Okay, remember that video that went viral where the guy was, um, it's a beautiful one. Oh, did the whole like dancing and musical thing? Yeah, and she, he like choreographed everything. And they, and they like, were in the car. The town? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was unreal. Major, yeah, I major mean, major work. Like that. That's like, I don't even know how much time and effort went into that. Next level. That's like, that's like in my mind, he's Do you know what that is? for years. Do you know what that is? That's a guy who really loves his girl. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. So you're done with that. How does it feel to know that like you may never propose again? Right. Feels good. It does. I feel like I did a good job. Like, yeah, I I, wish we would have cleaned off the freaking clutter counter behind your head. That is, that is something that I wish we would have thought or you would have thought of that. I know. I know. That's not part of the moment, you know, it's not, but it's a little distracting. I'll be honest. I'm like, wow, we definitely have a clutter counter. That's pretty much always cluttered, but I've never seen it more cluttered than it was when you proposed. It wasn't cluttered when I was filming it from the nest cam that was facing the opposite way. Ah. It was only cluttered because you were filming yourself. Yes, that's right. But you know what? A little behind the scenes action, a little POV. Anyone know what that means? what you want. (laughs) So, okay. So I want to know, I want to know if the girls feel us on this one or feel Jenna on this one. Um, If they want to be prepared and see it coming, but also surprised. That's kind of a weird double ended thing. No, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. So what? You're supposed to like, at one point or another, you just start feeling like there's a potential that someone's going to propose and you're just going to start getting your nails done on the regular and yeah. it's always going to be that nice powdery blue or I, white. I don't know why I just said blue. I would imagine like is if, if you're not getting proposed to in like the first month or two, mm-hmm. like you're spending enough time together to like pick up signs and know that like that may be the direction that you're heading in. Mm-hmm. And then you've got friends like doing their research and whatnot too, you know, like digging deep. Yeah. Um, I feel I didn't, like you would know. I didn't know at all. That's because I let so much time go by. That was my plan. Was, oh my gosh. You know, if I had done it like at year two or year <laughs> three, you probably would have known. So instead you waited till six. Now I get it. <laughs> it makes so much sense. No wonder I wasn't surprised. At that point I had already thrown in the towel. I'm like, this is life. Mm-hmm. I so just guys, won't have that moment. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. We don't give advice on things that we can't give advice on. It worked for us, but it... Mm. I wouldn't, true, true. you know what I mean? Cause some people meet people at this point in their lives. Like what if you met someone got, like, for instance, if we weren't together, you met someone right now at 31, mm-hmm. there's a chance you'd propose in the next like eight months to a year or even, yeah, maybe. you know what I mean? Like maybe. things change at, di- at different stages of your adulthood. Sure. We were just, I was 22 when I met you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 30 now. But what's funny is you were more ready at like 22, 23 than you were. When we actually you want to know engaged. why I was naive. Sure. I didn't know sure. what I was in for. Sure. <laughs> the longer we were together, I went, oh, let's just slow this one down. Uh, okay. We'll leave that one there. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a good way. Like you just have to learn and grow together and it, it becomes less and less of, you know, looking like you're something than rather the than knowing that you are something. See, that's, that's what doesn't do it for me. Like, I don't want to do anything just to look like. Well, that's that's what I know? thought more in the beginning was like, this is yeah. my person. I've never been so in love, but I wasn't, we had not, we hadn't been through the weeds yet. Nope. You know, like we needed to earn nope. it. We had it. Yeah. And once we earned it and we've, we've known, I think we know each other pretty much inside out for the most part. And we're now elevating to another level, I'd say in the last, like, you know, yeah, recent. Yeah, we're working on it. It's, yeah. it's like... A constant evolution. You know what I mean? But thank goodness, because if it wasn't, we'd be so bored. You would be. I'd be bored. I know for a fact. Same. I was just listening to a podcast where they were talking about how this woman was trying to propose to her boyfriend of a few years that she's ready for an open relationship Mm. and that she's like brought it up a number of times and now it's just at the point where she's just like, either we're going to take a break or we're going into an open relationship and he doesn't want it but she does so he's open to the idea of having an open relationship but a one-ended open relationship where he doesn't exercise the right to be open but she does but he's the one that wanted it no no she's the one that that wanted wanted it it. and he loves her so much that he said listen if this is what you need i'm Mm -hmm. willing to be with you yeah, I think that just, yeah, that in my mind, it comes down to maturity. Like, yeah. you just get into a different stage in life where wow. you think about things differently. You go like, look, I love this person and, yeah. I, and I truly want them to be happy. And I don't want to lose them for my life. Like, I can't fully understand the mindset, but I know it exists. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, whatever this person needs within boundaries. They're willing to, to sacrifice be happy or whatever. For us to be happy together, yeah. Yeah. So fascinating. It's different, but hey, everybody's got different strokes. 100%. Every relationship's so unique. So, yeah. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, this was a fun little one. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, 
Thank you for listening. We're sorry we have to leave you at this point, but guess what? We'll be back next week. So in the meantime, please leave us a review, um, share on your stories. Obviously, you're always welcome to hit us up on IG. And um, we'll we'll have something new and spicy for you next week. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.